Hey guys, it's Hussein. Before we jump to the podcast, I just want to share with you some exciting news. I just published my new Kindle book on November 18th titled Learn GIS Programming with ArcGIS Online and the JavaScript API 4.9. That's the latest and greatest shiniest stuff. Been working on this book for six months and I'm so excited that it's finally, finally done and it's there. Uh, This book is designed for entry-level developers who are interested in building web applications on top of the ArcGIS online with the JavaScript API. You don't have to have programming knowledge or you just have to have like very, very basic programming knowledge. This book is written for Linux, Windows, and Mac users. Check it out. It will mean the world to me. Thank you very much. Check it out www.husseinnasser.com. I'm going to put it in the description in the podcast. And with that said, let's get on with the show. What's up, y'all? This is Hussein Nasser from iGeometry, where we discuss software engineering by example. And this is our software talk series where we pick a topic and casually talk about it. All right? Today's topic is troubleshooting. Right before we jump to the video, if you're new to this channel, uh, consider subscribing. We have a lot of software engineering topics here. I have a lot of series. We have this series, the software talk. We just casually sit down and talk about things in software engineering, things that particularly interest me. Uh, there, we, we pick uh, advanced stuff and we talk about it as well, illustrated by example. That's why we call it software by example. Uh, we also have tutorials, JavaScript tutorials, C-sharp tutorials, GIS, that's my major, basically that's my specialty, geographic information system tutorials, lot tutorial tutorials, reverse engineering stuff, I love this series where we basically pick an app, a mainstream app, and try to reverse engineer it and see that how the developers actually designed that thing from scratch, all right? So what we need to do is get started with the troubleshooting so if you're a software engineer right or even a developer you run into problems essentially right with the software like say uh, a bug right this you click a button and software crash right or uh, that's my favorite where you click a button to submit something and it takes a long time Right? just to perform that task, right? So that's your, your down to the app itself. Let's say it's a mobile app or, or a web app or, or anything really, right? Troubleshooting can happen across the whole stack. So let's just discuss what's going on there. So troubleshooting, in, in my opinion, it's, it's an art in itself. And... Um, there are depends depending on the personality, yes, the personality of the tester or the software engineer. You can tell how far down the rabbit hole a good software engineer can go to identify a problem, and that what makes him or her special, a special or a good software engineer is by their troubleshooting skills. So what do, what do I mean by that? So usually when you are a software engineer, you work with a developer, right? So 
says, okay, there is a developer that developed this piece and you found some performance problem with his work in that area. And you want to show him what exactly is wrong, right? So that's your, so you, the first, first of all, you found it, right? That's the first step. You find a bug or a problem and you get a point by that. Okay, you're good, that's your job. Your job is to find problems. As a software engineer testers, you find problems. That's what you get paid for. That's the most of the thing. You get you you just try to find problems with the software. Okay? And then second thing is there there are people that stops at step one. Find a problem and send it to the developer. There are software engineers that, that do that. Hey. This thing doesn't work. Send an email. Hey, this thing is slow. Some people will say, uh, yeah, I just did my job, right? Sure, you did your job. You, you did you did you did the bare minimum. You found it. Kudos. Right? But you didn't do the extra step. What's the extra step? Not a lot of steps. If it's let's say it's a it's actually a mobile app, right? So it's gonna make it harder. So a mobile app. So how can you go deeper than that? Okay, it's like where? How do you? What do you do after that? Okay, you click a button, right? Let's say this is like I don't know, click, and then it's slow, right? You can send it to the developer. Says hey guys this is not working it's slow right? or you can do a little bit of due diligence and just ask yourself what exactly going on there right turn off for example airplane mode and then run the button again does the failure come quick or not so what why do you ask that because if, the, if it failed immediately, that means there is nothing wrong with the user experience. Right? If it's still slow while the airplane mode is uh, on, like there's no internet, there's no, nothing goes out the phone to make a request out there, then something wrong with the app itself, right? Something is spinning here before even sending that request to the server. So we can't just blame the server is slow yet or the rest endpoint is slow. We have to just think about it a little bit, right? So that could be it. Another thing is you start sniffing the request after uh, that goes out of the phone, okay? It's like turn, on, turn it back on and click. Does the request comes up immediately after you click? Or just the phone starts thinking and do something and then the request comes. Depends, right? Each each thing, anything means, any behavior will mean something. And you can make decisions based on that. Okay. Some people will stop at that. Say, hey, looks like an, an app problem. And that's good. That's perfect. Okay. Some people will say, you know what? I turned the Wi-Fi off or what, internet off. And then I still see it as slow, right? Or I still say like, I, I, if for example, it failed immediately, 
right? So that means, okay, the, the, the phone actually made the request, the app and the phone made the request, but right, uh, immediately failed because there are no internet connection or timed out immediately. So you sniff that request and you see now the request coming out, right? You start measuring that rest endpoint. So it says, so what you do instead, you remove the phone completely and you call the rest endpoint yourself, right? Using the same parameters and see, okay, I'm going to call this endpoint and see, simulate that request and see how long it takes. And it says, uh, for example, it took five seconds to reply. It's a lot, right? Or hundred or two seconds or three seconds, right? And that's time. Is it now I'll ask you a question? Where is that time spent? Is that is my network? Does my network have problems? Is my server okay? Right? Let's try that. Let's say for example, is 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 my request getting queued for some reason and then it didn't actually is being starved because it wasn't even served to begin with or is it actually being served and executed but the rest input the actual code behind the server the middleware is doing something right so you start diving deep into that and then you start saying okay this button for example updates the profile page right are we updating just the picture Right? How how big is the how big is the picture you're sending? Is it is it BMP? Is it bitmap? Is it just how how big is it? How are we compressing it? So you see where I'm going with that, guys, right? So you can go up, up to the deepest deepest level on the server, and you can start asking yourself questions, and that would like go back to the database and start asking a little more questions about okay, I took it down until the okay the insert comes back and then when i the, the query is actually trying to select something and that select statement is taking three seconds to for example to to complete so it's whoa okay so you can take it all the way from your app from your thin app all the way to the database you can start asking questions okay are we missing an index are we doing a full table scan and you're asking all these questions and that just that spectrum of things will make you by default a better engineer because you start questioning things you start being just empathetic about the process the whole thing you you have to put yourself in other people's shoes you can't just throw uh stuff on on the on the wall and then just uh, assume people will fix it right it might get you a job, but if you wanna if you wanna advance in your career, be a better one, just doing that, you don't have to say anything. If you do that, right, people will notice. This is oh shit, this guy this guy's good. Because well instead of he gave me just for example just a problem, you have a problem versus Hey, by the way, uh, if we just—I think if, uh, I think I found the problem. I think it's the—it's that table. We're doing a full table scan on it. So if we change the execution plan, we might actually uh, 
we might actually have a better luck or if we analyze the table after adding this much data or if we added an index whatever the solution right or for example if it's just a rest api we need to increase the queue size or we need to add a more servers whatever the reason is uh, just by giving that solution to the developer or not even a solution just tell them that okay i think this is where the, where the problem is going on or for example the developer is doing a bad thing maybe instead of doing a select statement right they're doing a loop with a select right you know code you know and uh, bugs can happen but you ha you have to be you have to start analyzing and doing logging and and learn all these skills to be a better software engineer all right guys sorry i always talk a lot in this in this series that's what's called software talk but hope you enjoyed this episode uh subscribe and like this video if you like it and i'm gonna see you in the next one check out the other content in this channel a lot of good stuff i think you're gonna like it